Hey, before we jump into the show, I wanted to give you a heads up that my free YouTube strategy class is available right now on demand at thinkmasterclass.com. On the class, I reveal the one YouTube strategy we use at Think Media to generate over 330,000 views every single day. So if you're new to YouTube, this will help you start right and avoid mistakes. And if you're a YouTube pro, this training will help you multiply your growth. This class is 100% free and you can watch it now on demand at thinkmasterclass.com. Now, let's jump into today's show. You want people to take your YouTube channel seriously, but you can't even post one video a week? But if you want a strong brand, if you want to be respected, if you want to build momentum, these are smart ways to position your YouTube channel for success. As you dial in these details, you're going to be able to go further faster and get better results this year. Seven smart ways to position your YouTube channel for success this year. In today's episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about how to create a winning YouTube strategy this year. Clarity questions to help you dial in your YouTube marketing and branding, and also how to earn more money this year, even if you're just starting or you want to scale your revenue. So let's dive into this. A lot of people underestimate the power of positioning. There's a really good book. It's a little bit older now, but it's called Positioning. And the question is, where are you positioned on YouTube? How are you positioned different? Different is better than better. In business, they call it a USP. What is your unique selling position? And what's powerful is that as you dial in your unique positioning, you can start to either beat your competitors or make your competitors irrelevant because you have found your own unique angle to make you a one of one in the marketplace. Think about restaurants. How are they positioned? It could be as simple as what they do. They're a sushi restaurant or a Mexican restaurant. How they do it. Is it affordable? Is it a little more expensive? Is it fine dining and fancy? There's white tablecloth, but even why they do it. Is it mission driven? Is there, do they give a percentage of profits away? Do they have an ethic for only social, uh, sourcing local ingredients? There's, there's positioning that happens. It's the branding, it's their logos. The same is true on YouTube. How can you increase your success by positioning yourself on the platform. And I want to share seven smart ways in the form of questions that will also help you just dominate YouTube this year overall. Number one is who is your channel for? This is a positioning question. Who is your channel for? Who is your channel not for? If you try and reach everybody, you know, you end up reaching nobody. And so when you define the specific audience that your channel is for, I was studying a lot of the big marketing firms about some of the trends for this year. And one of the trends they said is that those who win in online business, building YouTube channels, are going to be those that go deeper in understanding the audience they want to reach. I'm talking about knowing what communities they're a part of, knowing their problems and ambitions at another level, knowing who they are more than demographics, psychographics, knowing what they're into, what are the other things they're passionate about, what communities are they a part of, how do they feel about certain issues in the world, in culture, who is your channel for? Now, you might be like, Sean, I think you've heard you talk about this before. This isn't new information. Friend, this is information that you shouldn't even just consider annually. You should actually think about this even monthly. I am constantly asking who is my YouTube channel for. And practically, 
Uh, you know, at Ethic Media, we are bringing you the best tips and tools for building your influence with online video. Here on the Thick Media Podcast, we go deeper into kind of the mindset and the strategy of really building a high-profit YouTube business or using YouTube to scale your business revenues and get more leads and customers. Really more tactical stuff, deeper conversations like this. And this is where our video podcast lives. And so this channel's for people who even want more deeper conversations like this. And uh, this is the place where this format is put out. But here's what I did. I went to my YouTube channel. On the homepage of your analytics, there is an area where you can click on the people that are subscribed to your channel and actually see who's subscribed. Now, disclaimer, this box has to be checked by the person who subscribed to allow you to see this information. I do believe that I have it set to private, so I think people wouldn't know if Think Media is subscribed to them. I haven't checked recently, but I think last time I checked. So it's not necessarily an indicator, an indication whether somebody, because you might be like, that's I, I can't believe my friend's not even subscribed to me. It doesn't mean they aren't. Um, it's not necessarily that information has to be shared. But here's why I bring this up. As I w- went through and looked at the people subscribed to Think Media, I was actually pretty surprised. Um, you know, we have 40% US viewers, and this is on our other channel. This is on our tech channel. And so we have 60% international uh, viewers. And this made me really think, huh, how could we better serve them? A lot of the huge, there's some major channels subscribed to us. A lot of them were in Spanish or in other languages or in other countries. That was fascinating to me. As I looked through, I also looked at the topics and the niches that were subscribed. Many that I wouldn't have guessed. That was subscribing to me. Listen, the creator who understands the viewer best wins. You got to go deeper this year on who is your channel for. Number two, what problem does your channel solve? If it's an entertainment channel, you might solve the problem of boredom. If it's education, you might help people save money on their taxes, recover after divorce, right? Have more energy, sleep better. What problem does your YouTube channel for? Learn a new skill, be a part of a community. Does it solve the problem of learning how to play board games, like the really new complex ones uh, and uh, you know that are more in-depth? There's, there's all kinds of niches on YouTube, but being clear about your niche, being clear about your channel topic, and being clear about the problem, here's what I learned in business. One of the things they discovered was that the business owner that creates a product or service that understands the problem better than the customer does always gets the sale. And you've probably noticed this. You know what I mean? You've got a problem with your car, so you drive it in somewhere, and they go, oh, yeah, you know, it's it looks like your timing belt's a little bit off, and this is happening, too. Did you even know that this was happening? And you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't know about any of that stuff. Now, of course, if they're ethical and telling you the truth and not just trying to upsell you stuff, you go, wow, you understand this. All I knew is it was making a horrible noise, and I was barely going, and it was puttering around. And so when somebody can come to you where you're confused you're looking for answers, and they bring clarity because of their understanding. It builds trust. It builds excitement. So when you understand the problems and the ambitions of the viewer better than even they do, like they understand what it is, but if you can articulate it, put it into words better than they do. So this is why these are smart ways to position your YouTube channel for success. As you dial in these details, you're going to be able to go further faster and get better results this year. By the way, if you want help on this and you haven't registered yet for our free challenge, we're doing a five-day immersive 
challenge all about how to get your first or next 1,000 subscribers on YouTube and to earn your first or next $1,000 from multiple different ways to earn money. We've had students now, in fact, in the journey of our community, we have people with silver and gold play buttons, which is what you get when you get a million subscribers, people that have built high five, six, and even seven figure businesses. And so whether it's just your first thousand um, or you're looking to add an extra 10 or 100,000, the strategies you're gonna learn are gonna be incredibly powerful on this free challenge. So of course, you can click the link in the show notes wherever you consume the Think Media podcast or just go to tube1kchallenge.com. But number three is, what promise does my channel make to the viewer? Hmm. Maybe you haven't heard this one before. Maybe you've never made a promise to the viewer before. This is, I think, one of the biggest opportunities we have as YouTube creators. What do I mean? What I've kind of learned that my summary of what business is, is ultimately making a promise and then fulfilling on it. I promise that if your car doesn't run, drop it off, pay us, and drive away with a car that runs. And what breaks the cycle? Drop it off, pay for it. Uh, Two days later, it stops running. No warranty They don't back up the product. Business and content creation is about making a promise. YouTube channels, they make a promise. You're going to laugh. Problem is, if you don't laugh and you're a comedy channel, you might give that person a few more tries, but if they don't deliver on the promise of the channel, then trust is reduced. If you can be consistently delivering on the promise that you make, then trust is increased. And this is ultimately what builds your brand. Branding is about consistency. In Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, it talks about a good name is better than great riches. What is a good name? It's a brand. What is Nike? Nike is a name. You might love Nike. You go, yeah, I can trust their shoes. I like their apparel. I like their clothes. It's cool. What is Chanel or Gucci? That's a name. Why is it so premium priced? It's a good name. You might not care, but there are people who are willing to pay a high price because of the name because of the brand, because it's came to mean something, because it's carrying weight with it. What does your name mean? What does your channel mean? How do you, you, well, Sean, I'm just starting. That sounds like a daunting effort. This is how you build an unstoppable YouTube channel is you live up to the promise you make. And if you make a promise and you keep showing up with the promise, so here's the promise on Think Media. We're like, we're gonna bring you the best tools and the best tips for building your influence with YouTube and video. So the best tools. So it is our responsibility to test cameras, test lighting, test setups. This is also why we hold ourselves to a rigorous standard. And we have Omar doing video production inside of a church context. Kyle is doing audio and video production in the same environment. Omar is doing freelance clients and shooting photography on shoots is is in the trenches. These days, I'm mainly running the business and operationally as as a CEO of Think Media, um, but in the trenches of client work, freelance work, putting cameras to the grueling test of traveling and being in ca- you know in cases, uh, editing, putting. Uh, editing software to the test. Nolan is in Arizona, uh, hammering different computers and setups and cameras and trying this stuff so we can pass along the answers to you. If we get a brand deal, we test the product and we make sure we actually believe in it before we do or sign the brand deal because our name means everything. And if our name comes to mean, "Mm, they sold out, or if our name comes to mean, oh, you know, they kind of made a promise that it's going to be the best tips and tools, but this camera that I purchased on Thinks Media's recommendation kind of sucks. It actually isn't easy to use, and they said it would be easy to use. We broke our promise. 
So what I've noticed is that sometimes people are afraid to make a promise because it puts it puts skin in the game. But two, that many have not made the promise and then held themselves to the promise to show up consistently. By the way, the reason this will position your YouTube channel for success is, again, this is how you build a brand. This is how you build momentum. And one of the things you'll consistently hear about YouTube success is you gotta be consistent. But what I've learned is that people make a mistake on what consistency means. They think it means upload every Tuesday. That's not what it means. If you upload a pile of poop every Tuesday, is that gonna succeed? You might become known for just uploading a garbage video once a week. Consistency is not just about frequency. Consistency is about are you showing up with a consistent quality of information? Are you showing up with consistent energy? Are you showing up with a consistent message? If you make a promise and you say, come to our restaurant and you're going to get sushi, and then people come on their Tuesday night, date night, the couple's super excited and they sit down and you're like, all right, do you want some chips and salsa? Here's our menu. Do you want the burritos or the enchiladas? They go, what? I thought this was a sushi place. I've been coming here for the last couple of weeks and it was sushi. When did it change to Mexican? And you're like, oh, sorry. We're just kind of creative. We just felt like doing something different. Friend, do you know how many YouTube creators do that? Ah, I'm just kind of creative. doesn't really matter. I just kind of feel like doing something different on my channel. Now, listen, it's YouTube. It's your tube. Post whatever you want. But if you want a strong brand, if you want to be respected, if you want to build momentum, Nike's not opening sushi restaurants. They're making athletic apparel and shoes. Nike doesn't make board games. Nike, you know, like Nike knows their niche, their product, their category, their brand. What's yours? So making a promise is also about promising to show up. This gets a little emotional, and I don't mean to go deep and maybe bring up some old wounds, but I think about this in like parenting. You know, I'm a child of divorce, and I have a great relationship with uh, all of my my parents. I've got my dad and my stepdad and my mom on my side. And, and the truth is, though, that back when my parents got divorced when I was three, my dad had visitation right? And one of the things you learn as a child, what does a child need from their parent? They need consistency. That if you make a promise to show up and you don't show up, the child is crushed. And I'll admit, like over the years, I have so many fond memories and, and my dad did a great job a lot in terms of those visit, visitation times. But I remember one time specifically in Briarcrest, very young, Standing on my porch, it was a sunny day that my dad was going to show up to pick me up and he didn't show. And I was absolutely crushed. I remember crying and being broken up because he made a promise, but he didn't follow through on that promise. I'm not trying to throw my dad under the bus. I'm trying to call you to a higher level of responsibility to make a promise and then show up. You want people to take your YouTube channel seriously, but you can't even post one video a week? You want people to take your brand seriously, but you're all over the place talking about divergent topics that aren't even related. You want people to take you seriously because you went out, it's a new year, new me. Here's what I plan on doing this year. And then two weeks later, you're not even following through in a 14-day window of the thing you said you were going to do. Friend, what promise do you need to make? And then what is your commitment level to following through on that? promise. I think that'll change everything this year. Number four, am I 
in the best niche or channel topic for reaching my goals. Here's another way to put this. Do I need to pivot my channel topic? We're talking about smart ways to position your channel for success. I don't want to blow up your whole world because you just answered the first three questions and now you're having a ton of self-doubt. But the truth is that many businesses have understood that the thing they even started out doing isn't what they eventually ended up doing. They were willing to pivot. Are you willing to slightly adjust your content strategy and the types of topics you're covering, the types of videos you're making? Are you willing to completely change your channel topic? If you haven't heard my story, I have three failed YouTube channels before I got to the successful one. So even though I was committed to the vision of YouTube is the future, there's ever been more opportunity, and that's more true than ever in 2023, 2.6 billion monthly active users, Influencer marketing goes up by about $3 billion a year with how much money's in the industry, and it's going to micro and nano creators. The creator economy's valuation continues to go up. YouTube shorts are being monetized uh, now on uh, as well as the t- traditional YouTube partner program. There is massive opportunity on YouTube more than ever before. So the vision of succeeding on YouTube can be the vision. The vision doesn't change. But you may start a channel and realize, ah, I learned a lot. It wasn't quite right. It wasn't quite working. And you don't abandon the whole vision, but you might abandon the vehicle. You might say, man, I was trying to get cross country and my car broke down. You don't just go, ah, it's not going to go. You get on a bus. You get on a plane. You buy another car. You hitch a ride. You find another vehicle to get you towards the goal. And that vehicle could be pivoting your channel topic. Am I in the best channel topic for reaching my goals? You know, it reminds me of uh, Johnny Law, who uh, was actually a part of our video, Rake Academy. He worked with us for a little while, helping us with brand deals. And he's done a lot in his life. He's actually the most interesting man I know. Um, He's been in the rodeo. He's been a Marine. He's worked as a police officer in the crime scene investigation department. And fast forward to today, he's retired. And he was doing photography and video production stuff. And then we eventually linked up at a Vegas Influencers meetup, which side note, if you go to VegasInfluencers.com, it was just a waiting list at some point in 2023. We'll do just a, it's just a free meetup that we do in Las Vegas. If you want, if you're there, want to fly in. I met John once and then eventually he'd helped us with some stuff and was part of our team. Here's the point. His YouTube channel was struggling. He was doing all right. And he was doing photography tips. And it was something he was good at. It was something he was passionate about, but it wasn't his ultimate sweet spot. So he had to make the decision, and he was only at a couple hundred subscribers. If he was a lot further than that, he may have wanted to start a new channel. But he had to make a decision to pivot his channel, or he did make that decision. And based on strategies that he had learned inside of our Video Ranking Academy, as well as our Niche Finder course, he pivoted his channel to what's now called Johnny Law. He made all of his old videos unlisted. And what he started to do was react to true crime cases because he's a crime scene investigator, retired. So he has a unique set of skills and a unique perspective. And boom, his channel just took off. He sent me a message. In 48 hours, he qualified for monetization. He wasn't even close. In two days, he went from zero to 100 real quick like Drake. He ultimately... Uh, grew to 20,000 subscribers in a month. And even Dr. Phil reached out to him, which he had to turn him down. He got a chance to go on the Dr. Phil show. Like, how do you turn down Dr. Phil? I mean, he was busy, but uh, ultimately pretty wild. All of that actually happened because of a positioning move. 
He repositioned himself. I just want to ask you, this could be the key to you really experiencing breakthrough on YouTube this year. Number five, do I need to update my channel branding and positioning? That could be colors, cover, avatar. Who, who are you showing up as? What's your personal brand? What's your look? What's your feel? What's your tagline? What is, what is unique about you? How are you distinct? What makes you different? Um, those are all things you could ask. And then finally, these first five questions were about positioning, but the last two are all about profit. So number six is what is the best business plan for my channel topic? Ways of making money. You know, typically to summarize, if we go simple and if you want to go a little bit deeper, join us for our challenge at tube1kchallenge.com. We're going to be talking a lot about all of this in depth. But what is the best business plan for my channel topic? If you're in entertainment, it's usually I need a lot of views and I'm going to do YouTube ad revenue. I'm going to do Patreon of some kind, people su supporting the art with Patreon or YouTube channel memberships. I may create merch of some kind. And eventually as I build some financial momentum, I may actually invest in something that is even like a consumer packaged good. If you look at Logan Paul and KSI, they have their prime drink. You look at Mr. Beast, he has Beast Burger and he's got a chocolate bar. It's not that you would necessarily launch a business that big, but it is the fact that as you first generate basically seed capital and brand with your YouTube channel as an entertainer, you think about the other businesses you can launch as a result. On the education side, the opportunities I believe are actually not only more, but they're also more practical. You do have YouTube ad revenue. You do have the potential to make a channel memberships or a membership community. But in this side, you can also create online courses. You also can create coaching or events. You could do a lot of things like that. One that over overlaps both are brand deals and sponsorships. And as I mentioned earlier, the dollars are actually continuing to flood into the brand deals and sponsorships arena. Influencer marketing last year did around, I think, $18 billion. That's like how much money was in the system. Some of that goes to middlemen. Most of that goes to creators. And it goes up about three, four, five billion a year. And so this next year, more money is flooding into the system. How are you getting positioned now to capitalize? What's the best business plan for your channel topic? And then number seven, am I making the videos with the highest income producing potential? This is one of the biggest mistakes people make if they want to actually go full-time on YouTube. You're making videos. They may be even getting views, but they don't have the highest income producing potential. Sean, are you saying that money is everything? No, that's not what I said. I did not say that at all. I just said, if you want money for the mission, you should reverse engineer and think about which type of videos would actually earn me the most money. And it's not as simple as just getting views and doing ad revenue, unless that's your only business model. But what's exciting is that there are multiple different creator economy business models. Another word we use at Think Media is money plans, plans of making money. And the goal is to get your channel in alignment with the best ways of earning revenue. Like we have a lot of creators that have small channels and make big money, but the key is you have to have the right business plan. If you are using those strategies on a channel where you're trying to get millions and millions of views, but you are not getting the views, it doesn't work. But if you have the right business plan and you're only getting 16,000 views a month, I'm thinking of a creator recently I was talking to in our YouTube bootcamp. 
She has multiple people working for her and she has 16,000 views a month. Now that's pretty cool. But in YouTube, that's like a rounding error. Like in the YouTube world, 16,000 views is a incredibly small number. Yet she has a incredibly profitable business built around her channel. This is answering the question, am I making the videos with the highest income producing potential? And if you want more help with that, um, we're specifically going to be covering five different video types at tube1kchallenge.com. That's coming up soon. Click the link to get registered for our free five-day challenge. If you love the Think Media podcast, what really would bless my heart, if you would just take a minute or two to leave a review on Apple Podcasts about your feelings on the podcast. Even if you watch it on YouTube, opening up Apple, you're like, Sean, I don't even have an account. Okay, fine. But if you specifically use Apple, that's kind of a big hub, obviously, of the audio side of this podcast. Leaving a review would be huge and I would uh, love you forever. And then additionally, I know wherever you watch this, give me some feedback, even some topics for a future episode you'd love uh, to hear about, maybe a guest or a topic you'd love covered. Uh, Hit like button and subscribe for more. Thank you.